in india you know every child is an entrepreneur india only needs to do one thing we need to accept failures without failing you can't succeed somehow indian mothers don't like their child to fail so all parents must know that their child must fail once or twice does not matter even if he is a school dropout he'll become a great entrepreneur mm. so india needs to build an entrepreneurial culture now and indians must put money into our startups now okay. all of us should put money into our startups okay g20 is a far more powerful body than un un is very unwieldy un has 186 members it has failed to perform its duty the security un security council structure was made at a point of time when it was envisaged that the big five states will never go to war mm. today all the five states are at you know there is, uh, the ukraine war is going on for a year and a half so the security council has failed un a failure actually demonstrates that the answer to an alternative model lies in g20 the biggest reason that we started this show was to put out free of cost extremely useful information out there for the indian masses this particular conversation is for the future of india for the future leaders of this country you're going to enjoy it if you've enjoyed any of our geopolitical conversations because today we have india's g20 sherpa amitabh kant on the show he served as the ceo of niti aayog he served as a bureaucrat for the majority of his career i asked him extremely deep questions about governance administration and india's future in general at least if you're from the business world i think you're going to find tremendous value in this conversation enjoy the special episode of trs with the one and only amitabh kant Amitabh Khan sir I've been told I need to be afraid of this conversation but I'm really not I feel if someone gets to meet you in person you're a friendly person that's what I feel just enjoy <laughs> okay sir yeah. uh, let's start with a very simple question yeah. how are you i'm doing very well okay yeah what's up g20 that's what's on your mind primarily yes totally okay. right now focused on it okay hmm. uh, sorry to make you work on a sunday but i couldn't resist this opportunity to have a conversation yeah. with you you're making me work hard on a holiday <laughs> but good Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I promise you, you'll you'll enjoy this conversation. All right. At least sure. I'll try to make you enjoy the sure. conversation. Sure. Sure. I think this is less of a grilling uh, conversation and more of a teach us something, sir. Yeah. Because I feel people my age, especially, don't read as many books as you know earlier generations did. Yeah. Uh, and I'd probably say the same for the Gen Zs, the ones younger than me, like the teenagers yeah. of today. Yeah. Uh, these kind of formats have become learning portals. Yeah. so this knowledge whatever you dish out today on the show is going to be on the internet for like 10 20 years yeah. and teach the rest of india wonderful uh, wonderful you know like whatever wonderful. you have in your mind wonderful uh, which is why i love talking to people who have experiences because yeah. you get to unpack wonderful. a lot yeah. and i get to learn as well no no lovely okay. i'll learn from you really yes okay yeah. um, it's always good to learn from someone who's so lively and belongs to a younger generation No, no, I'm, I'm glad, sir. So and who believes in fitness? <laughs> that's that's been a big learning for you yeah. in life. I really think so. Okay. I really believe that. Uh, I played sports uh, in school, uh, and then when I got into the districts, etc., I used to do exercise. Then I didn't do for a long time. Mm. But physical fitness is the most important thing. Good health, to my mind, is the most important thing in life. Everything else is secondary. Yeah. uh does it piss you off a little bit when the west takes things like yoga which is the core of indian health no i feel good that uh, something from india has gone all over the world mm. the whole world has accepted yoga yeah, yeah and today it's a matter of pride for india so i think all many of our uh inherent strengths we should pass on to the world for the world to benefit from our today digital public infrastructure which india has created we should uh educate the world on on it and mm. that was india's strength okay mm. uh can you break down this process of educating the world on it vasudev kutumbakam one okay. earth one family one future 
okay we believe that uh, we may have different geographical boundaries we may have different political ideologies but we come all come from the same cosmos mm. and therefore g20's uh, basic ethos of one family and one future and one earth is to my mind most important yeah it's one of the themes of our show Uh, there's yeah. a buddhist chant yeah. which goes om mani padme hum yeah. Yeah. so i asked a buddhist monk on the show what the main difference between buddhism and hinduism is and he said that in buddhism the first and foremost thought is altruistic thinking yeah. which is uh, vasudev kutumbakam yeah. uh, which says that you first pray for the welfare of the world yeah. uh, i think that's anciently what india was for the world yeah. as well like yes. everyone knows the stories yes. of nalanda takshashila yeah. how we were like a knowledge center uh, i feel sorry i'm saying this but your generation when you guys were young uh you all saw much more difficult india yeah. and now uh, you all are kind of giving the reins over yeah. to like my generation yeah. and we're seeing like a very bright sparkly yeah. new india yeah uh which is where my next question will come from so you know when uh, we were growing up uh, there was no other alternative but to join the government when we started startup india movement there were just 150 odd startups yeah today there over a lack of startups if i was to begin my life again i would do a startup rather than joining the is really yes okay hmm. i also know that when you work closely with the government you have data points in your head so i'm going to ask you what startup would you do so <laughs> well i i would get into deep tech i would get into uh, advanced chemistry cell battery i would look at electric mobility uh, because that is the area which is going to redefine india okay redefine hmm. india because in india you know there are only 22 vehicles per 1000 people right now in united states that 1100 vehicles per 1000 people so india's journey of mobility has just begun we can easily get into electric mobility for the future in america if they move from uh, presently they move towards electric mobility the level of destruction will be very high mm. in india we can do all two wheelers 100% as electric vehicle we can do three wheelers fully electric vehicles all new cars should be electric vehicles i am a great believer we should be the technology leaders of the world in this okay yes this is where the next big money opportunity is huge according to the data yes okay which is why every politician of add on the show keeps talking about semiconductors everyone brings it up yeah. uh, it's a big part of this same so three or four things according to me one is battery for storage that is on electricity and for mobility mobility itself semiconductor chips which is very very critical for the world and i think green hydrogen because the world will go green and uh, even if we make all our electricity renewable that's only 20% of energy mm. balance 80% is fossil fuel jo hum import karte what we import so that can all go green with green hydrogen gotcha. and green hydrogen we produce by using renewable energy cracking water and producing absolutely green hydrogen and that can be used in refinery steel cement fertilizer so these are new areas of growth mm. we'll be a world leader if we get into all new areas of growth that will give us the big advantage to go forward Uh, you know this show called Shark Tank India, right? Yes, yes. Uh, it built an entrepreneurial culture in our country. Yes. Like I've been doing YouTube yes. for eight years, and yeah. only in year seven, which yeah. was in parallel with Shark Tank India, yeah. did our business content really take off yeah. in our country. Yeah. So uh, entrepreneurial spirit is extremely high right now. Like people. So are- in India, you know, every child is an entrepreneur. India only needs to do one thing: we need to accept failures. Without failing, you can't succeed. somehow indian mothers don't like their child to fail so all parents must know that their child must fail once or twice does not matter even if he is a school dropout he'll become a great entrepreneur mm. so india needs to build an entrepreneurial culture now and indians must put money into our startups now okay. all of us should put money into our startups okay because you've been the ceo of niti ayog yeah i'm going to ask you specifically how we can break that down yeah. what's the actual practical way of doing that like how do you benefit the entrepreneurs of the next generation of our country 
because i'm sure you have a lot of inputs from the policy perspective yeah. also so two questions what's happening now and if uh, you had all the power in the world to make all the change immediately what yeah. were the changes you would make so first of all i think india must put money into our startups our pension funds our insurance companies all indian family businesses people like you and me all of us put some money into our startups doesn't matter what do you mean like mean like as resources in, okay. because we today are dependent on foreign money coming into our startups startups need resources so we do, we should not make ourselves dependent on foreign resources for money that's number one number two all good business ideas should be supported thirdly we should wave out all rules regulation which we have done we need to do more at the state level all rules regulation in sabko hata dena chahiye for startups and fourthly hame we need to create more fund of funds kya hota hai you know when you do fund of funds the there is a fund of fund which will support venture funds and venture fund then put money into startups okay. so we should have more fund of funds where through the venture funds we put provide lot of more money into our startup movements okay. that is the way forward okay and you will see millions of indians doing startups somebody doing a physical fitness somebody doing deep tech somebody doing mobility somebody doing batteries somebody doing recycling of batteries yeah, this is the movement we need to create joining government should be the last choice wow really yes why why do you say that because the satisfaction you will get of building a new india of creating new wealth can only come from startups old companies always die they start dying in the third generation mm. so all these big companies you are seeing to sustain them over a long period is very difficult mm. we need to build the next 500 big companies the energy level the motivational level the extent of they all big companies all become bureaucratic but the new startups have an energy level which is unparalleled for three generations ha, they should they <laughs> ha only for three generations so they you need disruption aap you have to constantly keep disrupting status quo in every area there are new technologies emerging got uh, if we do we if indians must be the biggest disruptors in the world in every area yes they say that the actual india growth story this whole 10 trillion dollar economy thing that's going on is heavily dependent on our private sector which is exactly what you're saying also am i right in saying that dekhiye ab i wrote a book made okay. in india that book is about the 75 years of business and enterprise if india has to become a 10 trillion dollar economy and become a 5 trillion dollar economy by 2027 the role of private sector is critical and is key without private sector india cannot grow okay hmm. uh but what is the true future of it like in terms of the modi government is actively thinking constantly of the private sector how to benefit it okay you see the key is that in the last 6 uh, 7 years huge reforms were carried out so goods and services tax which replaced 32 different taxes and cesses uh, you have insolvency bankruptcy code because earlier there was no way of getting out of failures now insolvency bankruptcy code have come in the real estate regulation act came in then the corporate tax was reduced very sharply government gave away 1 crore 1 lakh 45000 crore so that corporate taxes at international level the definition of msme was redefined all this was done to promote private sector investment in india mm. you know partly because covid came in i think uh, it has impacted but next 2 3 years to my mind will be the golden period of india's growth i have a feeling that in the next 3 to 5 years we'll see huge growth in india because we've carried out all the structural reforms and because we are now a very digital economy because every indian has an identity we created 550 million bank accounts during 2015 to 
Every second bank account was opened in India. And then we linked up Aadhaar and mobile number with the bank account. Mm. Today we do 11x more payment than America and Europe. We do 4x more than China. 46% of the fast payment in the world are made in India. Mm. 46%. So India has become a very digital economy now. We have pole vaulted. Pole vaulted digitally. That will help us in a very big way in future. Okay. Uh, so you did a lot of things in your career before the Niti Aayog phase. Um, I just get the sense from getting to know you a little bit that I have that even you're a lifelong learner. So you, you have a learner's mentality. I want to ask you a couple of questions. One, for school students watching this who don't have much of an idea of what Niti Aayog even is, I'd love for you to explain it in your own words. And two, I'd love for you to explain the story of how it panned out for you and what you learned from that whole process. Because you would have got to see India from a very different perspective then. So please, sir, you take it ahead. So Niti Aayog is National Institution for Transforming India. It is a new body. It replaced the Planning Commission of India in 2015. The Planning Commission used to do planning for every state, provide resources from here. In When the new government of Mr. Modi came in, the Prime Minister and the Cabinet felt that we should actually move away to transforming India through a new body rather than plan. Planning had not helped us, very rigid planning had not helped us. We should assist and support states. So it became a big government think tank and it did several innovative things with the states. It started ranking states on ease of doing business, on water, on education. Secondly, it started the Startup India movement through Atal Innovation Mission. Then it actually brought in the Aspirational District Program that 115 of the most backward districts of India. How do you transform them? So we used data to transform them. We started making them compete, ranking them. It's sort of like an incubator for both state governments as well as the future of India. Okay, it's a on. transforming agency. It's a think tank of the government for future growth. Okay. It advises the government as, as a think tank. Okay. Now, spicy questions. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what were your learnings? Like, what was your excitement? What were your learnings? How did your viewpoint about governing India change after that phase? So, one is that uh, you have to have people of India in your mind always. So earlier, you know, I'd worked with fishermen of Kerala. And for four years, I worked with fishermen. I gave them new technology. I gave them new outboard motors, new fishing nets, new crafts. And fishermen were prone to drinking. You know, they used to drink. So they would spend every money. So I had to open their bank account. Then we introduced beach level auctioning. For fisherwomen, we introduced new buses to take them to the city. So all this was a learning ground that you have to work with the community. The community is the most important factor. The other learning lesson for me was that data is very important. That without data and real, up, now it's possible to get real-time data on the mobile. So technology has improved a lot. So that technology should help us to put ranking we must make everybody compete all the time. Districts must compete. Cities must compete. States must compete. Ranking must be put in public domain. We must learn the art of naming and shaming. <laughs> Those who come first must get credit. Those who come last, people must know why they are coming last. Some district is not doing well. He get, they get the same money. But one is coming number one. Number one is coming last. Why is he coming last? We should put it out in public domain. And people should know why one particular district is doing badly. The district collector and the MP and MLA of that area must be shamed. So that is my belief. Okay. For India to improve. Okay. Uh, very sports mentality oriented, yes. uh, organized. Competition. 
राइट कॉन्स्टेंट कॉम्पिटिशन ओके कपल ऑफ क्वेश्चन वॉट डिड यू स्पेसिफिकली मेक दम कम्पीट ऑन सो फॉर एग्जाम्पल इन अ फुटबॉल लीग दे गेट थ्री पॉइंट फॉर अन वन पॉइंट फॉर अ ड्रॉ दैट्स द पॉइंट सिस्टम वॉट वॉज द कॉम्पिटिशन हियर एंड द सेकेंड क्वेश्चन इज द गाइज एट द बॉटम वॉज इट ऑलवेज अ केस ऑफ बैड लीडरशिप सो वी एट फोर्टी एट इंडिकेटर्स ओके फोर्टी एट इंडिकेटर्स ऑन एजुकेशन लर्निंग आउटकम्स हेल्थ आउटकम्स न्यूट्रिशन all these were outcomes and we were constantly monitoring them on real time basis and putting out the ranking on a monthly basis those districts which do well we should support them through some additional resources those which do not well we should ask them why they are not doing well we should support those who are not doing well by additional motivation by asking them why you are not doing well what is the other help you require and support them that is what we did all through and we saw improvement in on in districts which were not doing well also by hand holding them by supporting okay. them okay because india is a combination of so many micro countries and Absolutely. we build up one mega country we are bigger than it's important to understand we are bigger than 24 countries of europe mm. so some countries have historically done well in manufacturing maharashtra gujarat have done well in education kerala tamil nadu has done well but every part of india must grow fast bihar up uh, rajasthan madhya pradesh chatisgarh jharkhand all of them have to grow so we have to handhold them so that india grows yeah. uh you've spoken a lot about the southern states and how they're very key to uh, like the growth story of india they're probably a center forward mm. i want to ask you actually about the weaker states a mm. uh, couple of questions again mm. what's going wrong in those weaker states is it their past that's causing the present to go wrong uh, and the second question is obviously how do you correct it do you send the best bureaucrats in the country there like what's the protocol dekhi good governance to my mind this is about good governance and all these states can actually improve very fast with good governance okay and i am seeing a huge transformation in up now up is seeing massive transformation in up you see the roads now you see the power supply now you see uh, the quality of implementation of the projects on ground top class now so up is seeing transformation if up improves up if it was a country will be the sixth biggest country in the world so if up improves india goes up i think similarly bihar jharkhand chatisgarh huge focus has to be laid on good governance good governance is the key to transforming these states not resources good governance break down that word good, that thought good governance means aap you constantly monitor you constantly ask questions you constantly bring reforms you constantly change rules regulation laws to develop growth say why have the ambition that we have to grow at 10% for next 30 years and then build roads build completely new if people need houses provide houses if people need education provide education provide teachers provide improve health outcomes education health nutrition anganwadi should work grassroots work is very important that is good governance okay you will see improvement okay uh and that's the case for all the states which are probably Three, lower down on that table i think it's effectively abs- absolutely bad govern not like not everyone's no, bad i'm not saying bad governance i'm saying there can be a huge improvement in governance okay. of these and with focus on education health nutrition okay completely. how do you effectively then change the governance uh i think there has to be both political and administrative transformation many there has to be bureaucratic will and there has to be political direction both political direction is very important and a bureaucratic will is very important okay again a lot to break down here yes. by political direction you do you basically mean that the political leaders have to have it in their heart yes okay. absolutely in their heart that i have been an elected chief minister i am going to or an elected minister my job is to ensure 10% growth and i will do it with integrity okay 
please correct me if i'm wrong because mm-hmm. i'm also learning about these yeah. subjects as i'm going forward yeah. uh i've had some political commentators on the show i've had both pro modi people and anti modi people to get a 360 yeah. degree view mm. uh they say that say in the states it's a non bjp uh government mm. then there's difficulties in the center and state coordinating in order to build more reforms is that true from your eyes no irrespective i don't want to get into politics every oh. irrespective of whether it is bjp non bjp every state government has to reform every state government has to do away with outdated laws every state government has to scrap rules regulation procedures too many procedures built from 47 till now socialistic thinking we have to get out of socialistic thinking to make private sector grow we have to handle private sector okay um and again the blockages that you see in state governments is it effectively just human ego coming into play or no, outdated laws which okay. were made for another era for industrial licensing for socialistic era all that were made for another period which has remained now okay why should there be inspector raj now all inspectors must go everything can be digital now why do you need physical inspection you can see everything on your mobile new technology why should you have all along built all the old regu- regulation say every week i should file a report private sector should file a report to the inspector why should that be why should there be labor inspectors everything mm. can be monitored digitally yeah uh, in my is the solution is probably younger leadership everywhere yeah. uh, younger people in charge yeah. both in terms of bureaucracy and in terms of politics yeah. uh I'm sure bureaucracy. You might be able to change things, but with politics, I don't know honestly if people my age are even willing to enter that world. So every system of government, politics, bureaucracy, everywhere we need younger minds and younger people. Okay, we need to bring in young India everywhere. That's my belief. And more women, many more. we need gender equality and women leadership and labor participation of women of very high order more than 50% of recruitment women have started doing very well now every competitive exam every is exam only women top now you know uh, many schools and colleges women are doing better than boys i studied here in one uh, college called st stephens college when i was studying it was all males today there are more girls than boys mm. so you have to give te- you should act- we have reached a situation on merit that if you have to keep 50 50 you have to give more marks you have to give grace marks to boys <laughs> so but you have to see that women get into leadership position yeah. uh we had an entrepreneur on the show who actually brought this up kunal shah mm. uh I don't remember the exact uh, data that he had quoted, but he had said something like only three percent of all women in the country are a part of our workforce, and this was back in twenty twenty. I hope that like things have changed now. No, r- remarkable change has taken place because Pradhan Mantri Janthan Yojana, when it started, only seventeen percent women had bank accounts. Today, eighty six percent of women have bank accounts. so every women bank account has come that means money goes into their account most of them have started using mobile smartphones to do digital transaction huge improvement has taken place in india in women but now we need as the prime minister says we put women into leadership position so i think we need many more women in leadership position yeah it might actually sort out all these other problems we've spoken about also so young people women will bring new energy to the country okay. what else i think uh, to uh, i am a great believer that uh, we need a lot of scrapping of rules and regulations too many regulations we built up in 50s 60s 70s 80s which were outdated for us because we wanted to control banks so bank nationalization we wanted to do coal nationalization coal all rules regulation were made for controls now we need everybody to fly we need young indians to fly we need everybody to create wealth we need everybody to progress we need development of another kind government can't do that government can be facilitator it can be catalyst 
we can help so scrap all these rules regulation and every law that we make should be a law for 5 years it should lapse after 5 years okay so that we make new law after 5 years okay. because world is changing very fast every 5 years the world is going through a digital revolution in 5 years mm. so every 5 years we should have a new law but practically what's stopping those laws from being changed because uh, there is a you need political will at state level now center has done that center oh, wow. scrapped 1500 laws now we have so many states every state must do the similar thing yeah. i think this is what a lot of urban elite fail to understand and i'll be very honest with you here again i'm being raw you don't have to respond uh, i'll get political slightly uh, i try kind of bringing out centrist perspectives through my show uh but mostly everyone who is anti modi what they how they view the situation is oh kya kiya 9 saal mein what what have you done in 9 years uh i don't think people understand exactly what you just said that to actually change the country there needs to be a lot of uh work between the states and the central uh, central governments as well and that hey, is a slower I'm, process i'm i think now the game has shifted to the states Okay. Game should shift to the states, and we should ask questions why the states are not reforming. The game has shifted to the, the states. states. The state, you know, all reforms which were to happen in center have happened. Now every state has to be a reformer. Like uh, to understand this thought better, can you break that down? Like yes. in the past nine years, what has the center done? So, center brought in GST. Center brought in RERA. Center brought in IBC. bankruptcy court center brought in lower corporate tax center scrapped 1500 laws centers just scrapped a number of uh, uh, outdated uh, re regulations all that centers done every state must review its own acts laws procedures and in next 6 months scrap them otherwise how will young entrepreneurs like you come up some will fail some will succeed but you need billions of women entrepreneurs succeeding in india billions and billions of entrepreneurs succeeding yeah you know at yeah, least you have to create a new spirit of growth yeah at least from my naive eye sir when you're talking about this new spirit of growth i would assume that state governments also want to see maximum growth for their states huh. uh, plus when we are talking about this ranking system in niti aayog and all tell me which is the most mineral rich state of india uh madhya pradesh jharkhand jharkhand chatisgarh okay. these are the most mineral rich state of india they should be growing at 12% 13% okay so practically speaking hmm. if someone like me and like i'm a successful bootstrapped entrepreneur i'm not a multi millionaire hmm. if i want to get into the manufacturing business uh. tomorrow uh. if i want to go i'm i'm okay to go to jharkhand and chatisgarh huh. what difficulties will i face and how can i do it faster so every state has an industrial development corporation okay which supports ss and is supposed to handhold people like you so first go and meet them they will support you they will tell you what the business opportunities there are and they will handhold you to and they all many of them have atal innovation missions in and they have they will their startup movement will assist you and support you to go forward am i bringing my leadership and skills to the table yes. that's what i'm bringing yes do i have to bring money to the table as well your your own equity you you bring your equity they will provide you they will assist you through the state financial corporation or through banks to get loans to take it forward but some equity has to be brought in okay again these are golden nuggets from a business perspective yeah, yeah. that you're bringing yeah. on the show and we're putting it out free of yeah. cost i just sincerely hope that a lot of entrepreneurs are watching yes, this yes keep every state has an industry department every state has an industrial development corporation every state has an investment supporting organization which will assist and support you you should have a great business idea great business idea you should have a little bit of equity rest will be supported through the state financial corporations okay any other advice my advice is always have great business ideas think afresh move forward okay uh i'll tell you what the fear concern of someone my age would be uh people would be scared to kind of work with the government in some ways no you don't have to work with the government you are right working with the government is difficult do have a business idea where whatever you produce 
you should be able to sell to people other than government you don't make yourself dependent on government never make yourself dependent on government say don't produce something which only your government organization will buy your product should be so good that consumer should consume your program is consumed by consumer not by the government if i produce a product my textile should be bought by consumers of india my t-shirt i make should be bought by everybody my machine part should be bought by industries my shoes should be bought by the people of india mm. so produce products which are by larger consumer base not the buyer should not be the government okay yeah. uh these corporations you spoke about uh yeah. right now you said that go here and work with these corporations i think people would have a fear element even in working with these yeah. corporations you're right you're right but there's some these organizations are in case you need to refine your business idea in case you need some support for assistance you can go and get assistance from them yeah. that's all the way i look at it i think any business journey you involves you getting your hands a little dirty yeah. you have to get in do the work absolutely uh, and see without dirtying your hand you have to not only dirty your hands you have to dirty your trousers your <laughs> shirt everything dirty and fail we should fail once or twice to succeed the third time there's no great innovator who has not failed this probably nothing more that we can say about this right like there's no you you've put it you've put the advice out yeah. you've put the tips out and indian parents and mothers must learn that their children will fail yeah but they will succeed the third time mm. yeah maybe you know in the age of shark tank india where everyone's trying to do very glamorous products the honest business truth is that boring businesses make the most money so <laughs> learn how to do boring businesses and boring businesses also make your country way richer because yeah, yeah. boring businesses lead to exports as well no see it's, it can be boring it can be interesting it can be anything but have a great business idea where you are able to produce something for which there are consumers okay yeah. uh how are you liking this interaction i'm enjoying it why are you enjoying it i'm enjoying it because you're a lively interviewer okay no. you've had boring people many, ask you questions many, many boring people what boring questions do you get what question do you get where you go oh god i don't want to talk about this again <laughs> <laughs> they keep asking bureaucratic questions okay you are asking questions which will make an impact to lives of citizens a bureaucratic questions questions usually about the past and the present yes and you like talking about the future i like i am quite futuristic why didn't you become a politician Uh, because i am not cut out to be a politician i am cut out to be a somebody to deliver like, i think i know my strength thought I, leader i am a thought leader i think like a thinker and i want to change things on ground now sir we are talking about what's in your mind g20 so uh, we are having negotiations right now g20 okay. for the leaders declaration all the leaders will come to delhi on 9th and 10th we have to have a new delhi leaders declaration before that we are working on that and uh, our objective is that india should do a unique g20 uh, this should have uh, a unique feel of uh, everybody all our ability to bring everyone together uh, in g20 that's what i mean. we had harshwardhan shringla sir on the show he's the foreign secretary of india he had some pretty brutal stuff to say about g20 in a positive way he basically said that the un has not been doing their work yeah. and g20 the point of it is to kind of do some of the work that the un has not been doing for all these years do you look at it in the same way g20 is a far more powerful body than un un is very unwieldy un has 186 members it has failed to perform its duty the security un security council structure was made at a point of time when it was envisaged that the big five states will never go to war mm. today all the five states are at you know there Log is heads. Uh, the ukraine war is going on for a year and a half so the security council has failed un a uh, failure actually demonstrates that the answer to an alternative model lies in g20 hmm. g20 is a body which has developed countries which has emerging countries all of them together and this is really it accounts for 85% of global uh, gdp 78% of global trade and therefore 
G20 is a very very powerful forum hmm. now with the prime minister's focus on bringing african union as a permanent member now uh, this will have huge representation because 54 african countries through the african union will get represented here and that will carry a lot of voice okay uh, you know i think with when it comes to people in power or people in governance the public often forgets that even you guys are human and you all also see the same movies that we see yeah. and you all have also seen all these uh, scenarios like day after tomorrow yeah. you know those movies yeah. which talk about global warming and flooding and all that the narratives in meme culture on the internet are generally that oh mumbai is going to be submerged kolkata is going to be submerged do these conversations come up yes absolutely apocalyptic scenarios could be a reality in no, 20 no, years the world the world will survive but we as human beings will go extinct if we don't work for climate action okay we are not responsible for carbonizing the world that's the west that's the west they have gobbled up 88% of the carbon space we have taken only 1.3% of the carbon space yet we have achieved more on going green than any other country in the world in renewable in green hydrogen all these areas and therefore we are far ahead of any other country in this okay um is that also an entrepreneurial opportunity <laughs> huge opportunity okay going green going digital is the biggest entrepreneurial opportunity for us okay yes uh this is the closest to your heart because of that same thing you spoke about you creating a better future for india and probably the world as well the world is going to go green okay we are seeing a huge shift towards going green so practically how does the world go green practically is it like less consumption of fossil fuels that's one aspect yeah what else uh so in every area tomorrow if you do not produce green steel you will not be able to export if you do not uh for instance in uh, let us say fertilizer will go green fashion in fashion clothes. will go green all these areas will go green over some period okay. of time so so we should become the leader in going green okay i think every industry has opportunity to be environmentally yes. friendly yeah the downside is that it can be expensive i think that's where a lot of capitalists hesitate but uh, i think effectively the game is to change the heart of the capitalists and make them understand that so it initially it will be expensive subsequently the costs will fall and if you have to become a leader in something uh, for instance uh, uh whatever area you chase if you get the size and scale right then the prices come down so initially it may be expensive but subsequently the cost will come down but therefore if india has to be a leader in like we have shown digitally we became a leader we are the least cost similarly in going green we can become because we have a population of 1.4 billion if we become the consumer of green products then the cost will fall so there is a big opportunity there so effectively for the sake of unit economics you have to manufacture a lot of green products uh, therefore you will require a lot of capital at the top yeah. therefore ideally the state and central governments again have to come into play and probably help you not out only a state bit. central multinational banks multilateral institutions okay. finance so money has to flow in from uh, abroad into many of these green areas is that a challenge you face in yes, your job convincing right. leaders of all yes, these places absolutely okay. our argument is that since we have not polluted the world we have not carbonized the world climate justice demands that developed countries finance developing countries so gore aise hi sochte hain ki gore aise gore ne 2009 mein commit kiya tha ki climate justice ke naam pe they will pay 100 billion dollars a year okay they had not done it till now this will be the first year they will actually pay 100 billion dollars but are those leaders like like your equivalent in europe in america are they on the same page as you uh well they feel that multilateral institutions world bank imf they need to change for supporting climate change okay and all you can do in your position is give uh the the members of the g20 the, these kind of thoughts and yes. hope that even they think the same yes, way absolutely okay yeah. any other uh, my job is to convince them that you need to support developing countries okay because a lot of countries have started looking at india now yes, as the absolutely. big bro absolutely all right fund dealing with china tough tough 
tough but we've if you are able to convince them if you say the right things they'll come around how are they to deal with on a human level uh my equation with them is good so i been able to handle them at a human level if you talk to them exchange ideas and tell them that why this is necessary they will understand so we are working with them in multilaterally you have to work with everybody okay so we'll work closely with them from an economic perspective things will get better between india and china uh i think it that may take a little time okay that okay uh is there anything else you would like to tell indian entrepreneurs about working with chinese people any message no important thing is that the message that i would like to do is that we still import a lot from china mm and all that is an opportunity for us to make in india ooh that number 2 it's important to understand that china imports a lot it imports 2.7 trillion worth of goods from across the world 2.7 trillion india's exports to china is very low it's about 450 million so there's a big business opportunity in exporting from india to china we should look at all the goods that china imports and actually manufacture and export to china why is that number so low uh because we have not looked at china as a business opportunity we keep looking at europe we look keep looking at america we should penetrate china yeah i mean i i don't know if that will happen and i'll it tell you can why. happen why not we should just do a breakdown of what china imports and then make ourselves a champion in exporting to china the reason i say that is because i feel these decision makers in big indian businesses even in their heart are nationalistic <laughs> no no see india cannot grow without exports sure you need exports to grow china is still importing a lot that mm. there is no doubt 2.7 trillion now let us penetrate china that should be our mission it just makes in business it. sense yes it makes business sense nothing but business sense okay all right i think yeah. we've almost reached the end yeah. of the episode this is a big business opportunity penetrate china okay uh any other cues in terms of what we should think of exporting to china especially because now no. you've drawn out the you, mathematical opportunity you have an opportunity to export from here you can manufacture there's not a thing which china does not need everything everything their population is so large that they need everything you can produce everything from here okay oh yeah so we can we should look to my mind uh, vast range of items which india has we can export to them engineering goods textiles fabrics shoes uh, uh vast range of activities um i don't know where this question food popped. processing okay do you want to talk about the service sector at also because course, we are we no, are no, no. service sector of course service sector we've gone around the world service sector is a given their language is a barrier but service is still a huge opportunity okay but i think most indians now are starting to learn english most indians and i know this because even no language means uh, the chinese language oh sometimes. okay 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 I'm talking specifically about no, china no, no. english right. is not a problem for indians that is our strength Mm. but about language the services company dealing with china secondly we need to master chinese we need a whole lot of chinese speaking people to penetrate china in exports okay that's the game i have really enjoyed this conversation with you honestly because again of a bird's eye view on everything that's happening in the country but when i talk to people like yourself as a podcast i constantly feel i've not done justice to the conversation because i've not been able to extract the knowledge so i'm going to ask you to help me here is there anything you wish to cover you've got a tone of the conversation that we've had yeah. what else would you like to say to like the audiences uh, see this uh, my uh, belief is that uh, as i said that for india to grow at high rates you need a very different energy level that is entrepreneurial energy and that means that we must make in india to size and scale and to global quality our emphasis on quality has to be very strong it cannot be second class we have to produce the best whatever we do 
whether we do infrastructure, whether we do construction, whether we do exports, everything, we should be the world's best. Aim for quality, be the world's best. From the little that I've learned from my own business career, by talking to other entrepreneurs as well, uh, I feel like a lot of them have learned from the developed world hmm. because those people get quality, right? So I think there needs to be a bit of collaborative yeah. mentality. even. But with then we can improve on that, no? You can do reverse engineering, you can learn, but make better stuff than them. Mm. Okay. We can do better products after some time. Okay. Yeah. What's the solution here to up that quality in your eyes? Is it what I said? Like no, with emphasis on quality. Everywhere, focus on quality, quality, quality. Okay. Yeah. Never compromise on quality. Indians should never compromise now on quality. Whatever we do, we should be the world's number one. All right. Yeah. That's about it, sir. Thank you. You had fun. Thank you. You had fun speaking today. Oh, yes. Always a pleasure talking okay. to you. Okay. I am definitely going to speak to you again in life. Thank uh, you. Maybe the next time we'll do it in Hindi. Because I feel sure. there's a lot. Hindi will talk in Hindi. You'll have more fun. For sure. Uh, I would uh, love to invite you back on TRS, sir. Thank you. Learned Thank a lot. You. Uh, I really, really find value as a business person having these conversations with people like you who work with the government. Uh, honestly, the very raw input yours, you guys have too much data. Like, and you guys know exactly what's happening in the country and you know how the country is going to make money. So these conversations are very important for the world of business, uh, especially for people my age, a lot of whom are thinking about either growing the business careers or switching into a business career. So thank you, sir. Thank Appreciate you. it. Thanks. And I'll see you soon. Thank you. Thanks thank you. Sir. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the episode for today. I'd love to know what you guys thought of the episode. Please tell me in the comment sections down below. If you're not too familiar with our podcast, we have a Hindi podcast as well. And the next time Amitabh Kant is going to be on the show, we're going to do it in Hindi. Because honestly, I feel like that's the podcast that's really changing India. While all these English episodes are extremely useful, the Hindi episodes are the ones which are actively changing our country together. Tell me what you thought of this episode and tell me how we can keep improving TRS. We'll be back soon. Keep supporting.